The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Robinson, joined by the super friends Ryan Wilson and John Breach, along with the pilot of our power rankings plane, propeller pusher himself, Pete Prisco. What's up, buddy? Hey, there you go, propeller pusher. I came up with that one on the fly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You must be sharp today, even though your hair does says you're not. My hair looks great. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I, you know, I got beef with this uh, this Monday. I don't I don't like a Monday Christmas. All right, take it up with Jesus. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't have been. You take it up with him. Just call him. Get, get born on a born. Thursday, Jesus. Because see, like if you get if, if we get a if we get a Thursday Christmas Eve or a Thursday Christmas, then you get to roll it into the weekend. As it is, it's like everybody's sort of like, all right. If you get a Wednesday Christmas, you get to roll it into the weekend. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel. Don't you feel like the Monday Christmas is kind of like everybody's got to get back to work? Yeah, the problem is most people don't work on these holidays. They don't work Christmas like we do. They don't work Christmas Eve like we do. They don't work today. Most people take a lot of people, and if you've driven around today, you know most people don't work this week. Right. But here we are. No days off. No days off. No days off. days off. Some days off. Pete's in the office. How are you in the office again today? That's impressive. Uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Pete, I'm sure four, too, how many you? people are in the office, Pete? Like four? Not many. That usually yeah. on Wednesday you come in. There's not you know the parking lots full. Not today. Not today. All right. If you want to check out our festive Christmas recap ganza, it's in the feed. Myself, Wilson, and Breach had a grand old time. After the Ravens stomped the 49ers on Christmas night, go and check that out. The 10 things we learned from week 16 games, including Joe Flacco, elite Joe Flacco making a Super Bowl run is a possibility. Today, we're going to run through Pete's week 17 power rankings and blind ranking MVPs. But first, the Chiefs lost at home to the Raiders yesterday. 
Real story. Oh, that game was a Nickelodeon theme. Santa doing the gritty. Ninja Turtles doing commentary. Sliming the end zones. What are themes you would like to see with football games, Pete? Themes? Yeah, like, you know, like a Little Mermaid theme or... Um, Toga party? What's that? A Toga party. A Toga party football game? What kind of game? What kind of silly, silly, whimsical themes would you like to see attached to football games? Squid games. You play till you die. How about that? Let's do a, uh, we'll do a quick two minute. You get the first pick, Pete, because you were yelling last week because you didn't get the first pick in our Super Bowl draft. Who are you taking for Hunger Games head coach? Who's your number one pick? Oh, man. Remember when we Hunger did this with games. the remember when we asked yeah. the head coaches about this, Pete? No, Hunger Games is different than just a fight and a free for all. Well, you, you just said they had to do it till they die. Huh? Didn't you just say you you wanted to do it till they die? Yeah, but uh, all I'm saying is if it's if it's if you have like a MMA fight, there's a different than the Hunger Games because Hunger Games takes uh, some smarts as well. No, right, he's like, like steel cage, steel cage death match. Yeah, whatever your okay, ground rules cage, are. Death match. Well, no, because that uh, favors like the bigger person. I, I like the hunger. You're game. not taking a little guy anyway, Breach. Get out of here. What? We had uh, we had this draft uh, in the green room last Sunday. By the way, who, who are you taking first overall? Um, probably Dan Campbell. All right, go ahead, Brenton. You're next. Uh, Dan Campbell's a good one. Um, Mike Vrabel. That's a good one, Breach. Uh, I'll take Antonio Pierce. Oh, that's a great one. Oh, he snuck it in. Oh. Well, I got to take Zach Taylor. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I would give you two underrated sleepers in that, and you're going to laugh when I tell you both of them. Okay. Todd Bowles. That's an underrated. Uh, that's a good one. He's big. And and he's a he's a tough, tough guy. And Mike McCarthy. Oh, you, you said that before. You like Mike McCarthy. He's, I'm he's telling you, he's a Pittsburgh tough guy, and I know a ton of those guys. He's a what Pittsburgh about uh, Sean McDermott, former wrestler, and Brian Dable, big guy? Who I take McDermott. Okay. I mean, Ron Rivera is a teddy bear, but that dude would wreck somebody. What about D'Amico Ryans? Oh, that's a great one. Dang it. A good I drafted D'Amico Ryans in our draft. When I did it, Mike who, who'd you, who'd you, who'd you, um, who'd you end up? Mike McDaniel's like slide. Like I ended up like, with, um, I ended up with, uh, I know I had D'Amico Ryans. I had Mike McCarthy. I had Todd Bowles. And I forget who my first pick was. I had, I had, I had a good team. hundred percent chance. Mike McDaniel knows at least three martial arts though. So he well, might and be Harry, Harry mentioned Mike McDaniel's. Mike McDaniel could win a Hunger Games battle, but he'd get yeah, murdered. Right. He'd get crushed in a steel <laughs> like, don't, you, like, don't you think Belichick would be a, a Hunger Games pro like a problem in Hunger Games because he's so? I think he's. I think he's washed. Like I'm, I'm over him on every level. Wait, wait, so you're, you're just. I'm sorry. Would you like to say that again? You're over Bill Belichick on every level and think yeah. that he's. Yeah, I'd be a great Hunger Games player. Oh, here we go. I, I, I'm psychotic. <laughs> um, I have no fear other than getting. No sick. morals, <laughs> and I have no morals other and... than getting sick. Okay, so we beat Pete with biological warfare. Well, okay, well you beat everybody with biological <laughs> warfare. Okay, we've but haven't we seen that movie a couple years ago? By the way, um, then we have. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Look at Ryan. <laughs> what is he talking about? Oh, uh, don't ask. Go ahead, Pete. What else? <laughs> and then you have. Uh, I know how to play angles. I know life's angles. How to get in and out of situations, and how to get people into situations. I'd yes. be a great Hunger Games player. All right. Well, I would be better in Hunger Games than I would be in a steel death cage match. I promise ooh. you. Yeah. I think that the steel, the death match stuff is for like meatheads. Like you can't, if you're not, if you're just going hundred percent, not trying to think things. Through. Wow. 
Uh, I'm told reliably that the person who peeked into Pete's room, Jamie Eisenberg, wanted to jump on and say hi and happy Merry Christmas. And Pete locked the door to the podcast room. Is that true, Pete? Oh, it's not locked. Look at it. You can see it. That's what Jamie said is it's locked. locked. You know what it is? Jamie's so weak, he can't open the damn door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into the power rankings. And we start. Have to start. Dude, there's a new number one on your power rankings. And who else could it be? But the, I assume the Ravens were number two before this game. Yes, they were because they moved up one spot. Lamar Jackson, I would hope, is your MVP, Pete, at this point. Brock Purdy, not even on your ballot. Well, we are such prisoners of the moment when it comes to these things. I mean, Brock Purdy peed down his leg on. Oh, he, I, I, it's not Brock Purdy, but. Lamar Jackson's numbers in terms of the grand context of things aren't that great. Now he would be my, he'd probably be my MVP. What if Tua goes up there and throws for 350 and three touchdowns and beats him this week? How many of that does Tyreek have? None. Stop it. Okay, then Tua. I mean, Tyreek missed a game. Waddle went nuts and. They, they beat the Cowboys without Tyreek doing much of anything. So it's hard. It's hard for me to like even have him on the ballot. I think it's it's the the MVP ballot right now in, the, in no order. Lamar, Tua, Tyreek, Josh Allen, and, and Brock McCaffrey. Yeah. Those are the six. I, I don't I don't I don't even know who, who's another rando that you would put in there. Breach. You usually have some random. He's going to put Matt Stafford in. No, you that would be get five though, Pete. You name six. Who my my five? Put Stafford in there, Pete. I name six. What'd you say? Put Stafford in there. Josh Allen? No, I didn't put him in. I put he said I, Josh Allen. Josh Allen should be. Yeah. Uh, we did our MVP ballots for Jared Dubin's post. Here's mine. Lamar Jackson, one. Josh Allen, two. Matthew Stafford, three. Two of four. Jalen Hurts, five. Jalen Hurts. Stop trying Hurts. to make that happen. <laughs> Jalen Hurts should not be in the conversation no, this year. No, like that's, that's a what, – what, what'd you Wait, do that for? how did you do it? Do it again. Well, I want to hear it one more time so I can dispute the whole thing. Lamar, one. Josh Allen, okay. two. Okay. Matthew Stafford, three. No. Uh, two oh four, okay. Jalen Hurts five. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is that came out of nowhere over Christian McCaffrey and Brock Purdy. I'm well. Per, the the 49ers are an awesome team. They are not a team that I think is going to be wor worthy of having an MVP because there's so many different players that are so valuable. Like I don't, I don't think you can take like to me with San Francisco, you can't say Purdy is more val valuable than McCaffrey. Yeah, and I don't, and I, 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 don't, I have a hard time. Look, Christian McCaffrey's awesome. I mean, I've watched him for years in Carolina and, and love the guy, but I have a hard time sort of, I just have a hard time saying, like, like to give it to the running back. I don't know. Well, and, and the other thing is, is the history of that position in that offense, going back to the Mike Shanahan days, Terrell Davis was great when he wasn't there. Mike Anderson put yeah. up big numbers when Mike Anderson was there. Orlando Gary put up big numbers. Everybody's put up big numbers in, in, in that offense. When the 49ers didn't have when the 49ers didn't have their guys, they put up big numbers. You know, most are put up big numbers. Uh, all those guys have. And I would say the hardest part about making the argument for uh, running back to win MVP is really just look at the Christmas game at this at the Ravens win where you had Christian McCaffrey go off for 131 yards and they still lost by two touchdowns. If you're the MVP and you have play out of your mind, your team is almost certainly going to win, not get destroyed. So it's, it's just tough for, I think Pete's right. I think both you 
Breach and Brinson are victims of the moment. Like you won't give anyone a break. They have one bad game. You want to kick them off the planet. Well, right, but if it's, if it's Purdy versus Lamar Jackson head-to-head, I'm going to take Lamar Jackson. Of course. Because well, that's a different conversation. Reach. Here's the other thing. The 40, uh, look how great the Rams are. Look over your face. Three weeks ago, three weeks ago, the Rams should have beat the, the Ravens at, at Baltimore. But they didn't. I, but Okay, <laughs> but they should have. Oh, but you know who did? The Colts did. They're not very good. We, we get too Every team has a bad loss, though. It, we get too caught up in what's happening right now. But that, but that I, I agree with you, and I say that too. I'm like, yeah, we just react like crazy after one week of football, and then it's, I mean, but that's just like how the NFL works. It's why it's why I mean, the NFL loves that we do it. It's it's because you have no choice but to react on a week to week basis. I think if you take a step back and say, all right, here's the totality of Brock Purdy's season, you're like, this is a great season. To me, the MVP race this year. It's sort of part of the part of the theme about this year with all the backup quarterbacks playing playing this year. You lose, you know, and then also remember the thing Tom Brady said about play being down or whatever whatever he was trying to come out and say. I think it's just the transition from one generation of quarterbacks to this next generation of quarterbacks. You're not getting the greatest season from Mahomes. You've got guys like Tua and Dak who are flirting with it. You know, Jalen Hurts is is playing. Okay, at some points in time. I mean, there's just there's no defined MVP right now. I think if so, I think if Josh Allen had two monster games to close out the year and the Bills won the division, that Josh Allen's going to win the MVP. I don't necessarily agree with that because if the Ravens to, for him to win the division, that means the Ravens has to they have to have beat the to Dolphins. Beat yeah. Dolphins, sure. so they would sure. they would be the one seed, and uh, and and I think that he would get MVP no matter what he does the rest of the way. But you know, look. Lamar's not putting up gaudy numbers. Right, He's exactly. just playing really good football because that defense is so good he doesn't have to put up gaudy yeah. numbers. I think he's playing better now than he is in 2019. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. It, it reminds me of – I agree with you too. It reminds me of um, Mahomes playing better at the position in 2018 than he did in 2017 – even though the numbers statistically regressed back a bit from the yeah. ridiculous twenty, like he was a better quarterback in twenty eighteen, but the numbers in twenty seventeen were just outrageous. Yeah, I, I think quarterbacks grow up. I think Lamar Jackson, instead of just being dynamic runaround guy putting up wonderful plays because he can move, he's he's playing quarterback now. He's standing, and by the way, like, he moved. He moves to throw rather than just move to run. And I, think I haven't looked it up, difference. Pete, but it, you talk about his numbers being down. Those wide receivers have probably dropped four thousand balls this year. Every single week, someone's getting hit in the face. Zay Flowers had a tough patch. They had they dropped a thousand balls in that Steelers loss. Every week, it's someone else. So I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt on that because I think he's actually throwing the ball better too. Yeah, no, I agree with you. He's th he's throwing the ball much better. I, I think I think this offense fits him perfectly. I think Todd Monken, by the way, does a great job calling the plays. Both those coordinators are doing great. Yeah, because the defensive I mean, coordinator is special. He's I mean, he's averaging two hundred twenty three point eight yards per game. He's at his highest uh, number of passing yards in a season already for his career. He's at 19 touchdowns. The difference between 2019 and this year is he had that 9% touchdown rate, and that's just that's unsustainable, but a very similar interception rate. And, you know, I think then when you look at his rushing, He's averaging, uh, let's see, 5.5 yards per attempt, led the league in 2019 with 6.9 yards per attempt, and just 52.4 yards per game versus 80.4 that season. I think, and if the 49ers had kept it close, I, I think this would have borne out. We talked about this last night, but I do think Lamar 
is going to run more the final two weeks of the season if he plays in, in week 18 and then and then in the playoffs i think they're going to have more designed runs as part of that offense and and they they purposely kept them out of that offense not that they're going to have to do that's going to be the offense he's going to pass still but i think they're going to i think Where they're going to you, you've talked about this theory a couple times you, is that just a brinson theory or you're leaning into something like why do you think he's going to run more well his, his rushing attempts are just up the last couple of weeks okay i'm just wondering cuz you, yeah. you you talked about it i didn't know if you you knew something yeah no i mean it's like if you look at um so his he had only like five games all season long with more than 10 rushes and then had 14 two weeks ago, 12. And then, uh, oh no, excuse me, excuse me. Had, uh, so no, 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 sorry. He had, it's the other way around. He had four all season long with double digit rushing attempts and then has had 11, 11, 12, and then just seven against the 49ers in a game that was kind of a blowout. But again, his runs aren't as many called runs as like last night. He had the big play off of the scramble. I mean, his runs aren't, they're not called like they used to be. You know, so I think yeah. that's that's one of the they, they have a, the they have a few more design runs sprinkled in there, but I just think it's a byproduct of we've let him play in the pocket all season long. He stayed healthy, and now we can be a little more aggressive running the football with Lamar. Can I get? I'm going to give the Ravens front office a ton of credit here. Sure, and, and they've done. They've been you know dating back to Ozzie Newsom. They've been fantastic for a long, long time, and they've you know had a lot of guys come out of that front office because they're usually good football guys. They've done an amazing job when you think about Clowney and Van Noy. Clowney was picked up right before the season. Van Noy was picked up during the season. And those guys are a big part of what they do on defense. It's incredible what they've done. And I'm going to sit here right now and say I was wrong about Kyle Hamilton because he's turned into a really good. I was thinking about him last night. I was thinking about you too. Go ahead. Yeah, he's turned into a really good football player. Uh, I, I think, you know, people are prisoners in a moment again or putting him in the – he hadn't played like that all season. That was it happened to be one of his best games. Paul he's had a good stretch, though. He's had a good he's stretch. He's still good, though. He yeah. still played cool. What'd you say? And, and look, uh, I, I, I still don't think he has great twitchy hips, turn the hips and run, but, but the way playing, they use him, yeah, he's, right. he's really good the way they use him. Just leave him closer to the line of scrimmage. He's doing. He, yeah. They're using him properly. That's another thing that you have to do that we don't see all the time. You use the kids wrong right. and then they stink. Correct. All right, now that we have gushed over the Ravens, let's move closer to where Pete is in Florida. Uh, Pete, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you move them up six spots from 17. Your biggest riser. To 11. Did you only do that because you took them in your Super Bowl draft last week? Be honest. Oh, yeah. No, I took them because I think one thing they're doing is getting healthy across the board, which is important because they Uh-oh. Oh, Pete froze. Pete's having a stroke. Bucks froze, Pete. No, somebody that's go, a shame. That's a somebody go out. start. Baker oh, Mayfield's go. playing out of his mind. He really is. And, yeah. again, I go back to what I tell you the story all the time. I saw him in May. I went there in May, spent time with them in minicamp. We talked to Baker. We talked to the people in the organization, all the front office, Jason Light. Everybody convinced Baker was going to be that guy. And I was convinced watching him practice and the way he worked with Dave Canales that he was going to have a big year. Then we came back in July, and it was a quarterback competition, and I mm. and and it was legitimate. It wasn't made up. He was in the day we watched him practice. He was awful. He threw three picks. It looked like he was pressing. So I kind of backed off them a little bit because I thought they would win the division in May. And then I said, Nah, maybe not. Maybe the Saints will. But I'll tell you what. I give all the credit, and I love a quarterback who plays with a chip on his shoulder, and he does. He does. And, and so I think it's a great story. And I think he's really playing well and, and they're getting better. They're going to be a team. You know, nobody's talking about them as the team. Nobody wants to play in the postseason either, by the way. 
Well, on that note, let me ask you a two-parter right here. Number one, if they win the NFC South, they're probably locked into the four seed, playing the five seed who appears to be the Dallas Cowboys. Can they beat the Cowboys in the wild card round? And uh, would you lock up Baker Mayfield long-term as soon as the season ends? They can beat the Cowboys in the wild card round at home, A. And B, yes, I would lock them up. I wouldn't go crazy on the numbers, but I would find a way to keep them. I, you know, I'd find a way to give him a contract that he's my starting quarterback for the next two years. $35 million a year? I'm not, I mean, what's Daniel Jones' deal average right now? It's more yeah, than that. Yeah, but it's funny money, though. There's a lot of yeah. funny money in it. So I, I do something where I could get two years out of them and then see where it goes from there. And the other I, thing that I mean, what are your about, options if you don't have a court, if you don't have them. No, I agree with that. And the other thing that's worth noting that it feels like we talk about it, but people forget about it. You got to get the right coordinator in there. Dave Canales has done an awesome job. Like Byron Leftwich, they were frustrated with him. They moved on from him. That was Bruce Arians guy. And they got Dave Canales, uh, who's by all accounts p- pushing the right buttons. And I, I think that's a big part of why, because when Baker was leaving Cleveland, it didn't make sense the way that Stefanski was using him, even though Stefanski's good. And it felt like he needed a fresh start. And he was a couple hurt, stops. though, in the last year. People forget that. And they he kept was... throwing the ball. That's why I don't understand. Oh, yeah. But but here's the other thing about Canales. And, and Todd Bowles told me this, is, and he said it before elsewhere, but he didn't know Dave Canales. He didn't know him. He good. brought him in for an interview at a suggestion of somebody and then was so impressed with him, he brought him back a second time and hired him. He didn't have any background. Well, usually these guys hire their friends, you know? Yep. And I think that's refreshing. And, and Canales has done a really good job with Baker Mayfield in that offense. Handsome devil, too. Mm. Indeed. Your other biggest riser, Pete, my Los Angeles Rams, up to 10. It's hard to believe that they're the position they are in terms of the playoff race. Sean McVay can flat out coach up six spots from 16. Are the Rams the most dangerous team in the NFC? Yes. <laughs> in oh terms of gosh. most of those in the Buccaneers, they're not. They're not more, more dangerous than the 49ers, but no, 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 but the most da- like the most dangerous team, not the best team. Like the most dangerous wild card team for sure is the Rams. Yeah. And, and again, I'm going to give tribute to the front office. You know, Les Snead has done a great job. And I've known Les for years. You know, Les, I tell the story all the time. Les was the guy who went and picked up uh, Andre Risen when he was late every day when he was in Jacksonville. So uh, that's how he got started in football. That Pete, was by the way, season. you also texted Les at the combine a few years ago when you tried to get Breach fired to let Les know that Breach was going to write a story about uh, Todd Gurley's knee. Remember that? You get Breach. I was, was trying fired. to help him out to get him a quote. You said to him, you were getting fired. I believe those are the words you said to him yeah, as you walked well, away. That's what I told Breach that to get him all stirred up. You told Breach, but, Breach was getting fired? Yeah. Breach was nervous. Breach was breaking, breaking legit. Breach was freaking out, man. But anyways, back to the Rams. Look at these. This, this Look at the draft this guy's been having. He got Kyron Williams in the fifth round. He got Puka in the fifth round. He got Turner and Young in the third round. And their combined 12 and a half sacks lead all rookies in, in, in a pairing together. And Kobe Turner has more sacks than is a half more than Aaron Donald does. I mean, that's then before the season starts, he goes, gets a kilo Witherspoon, who was a bust and he's playing well for him. Kevin Dotson, who you knew from your Steelers days, he's been phenomenal on the offensive line. They had a kilo there too. And they cut him last yeah. year. And then, and then what we got John Johnson again, and he's become a part of their team. I, I think what he's done as drafting is is incredible, and the development by Sean McVay and his staff yep. kind of elevates that. And, and Steve Avila, the second-round pick, is starting to guard, too. Yeah, 
Well, Avila's starting at left guard. Alaric Jackson, who they drafted in the late rounds, is starting at left tackle. I mean, the whole offensive line is is a mishmash. I think he's done a great job, and and Sean McVay knows how to develop guys. But you still yeah. have two cornerstone stars, high price stars, and Stafford and Donald on both sides of the ball, and that matters. It, it, they've done a great job of building, like building around those those high price stars. You know, you had when they had Ramsey for a while, they had the four guys, right? Cup, Stafford, Donald, and Ramsey. You trade Ramsey. It's understandable why people thought this team wouldn't be very good. And Stafford, you know, Cup was hurt last year. Stafford wasn't very good last year. He was hurt the entire season. He's playing awesome football right now. He's he's slinging. You, you saw it two weeks ago, and like the just the the torque and the, like the velocity and the spin on on his deep ball is just it's just different than a lot of other guys can even throw it. And when they're on, man, they are they're they're a problem. The we were talking about this last night, but Lions Rams spicy. That would be interesting. A lot of the um, really NFC matchups are spicy ones. You don't you, you, there's no clear cut slam dunk home runs. Let me let me ask you this: If they had, because they should have won the game against Baltimore. If if it played out that way, they beat Baltimore, and then Baltimore goes to San Francisco and does what they do. Would more people be talking about the the Rams as being a legitimate NFC title well, contender? I mean, we, we're talking about it here every week. We, we change our minds, so it just depends on, on whether they won this week or not. <laughs> I, I mean, there there there's a lot of good young talent on that team. It really is, and and yeah. and. They've done a great job drafting. And one more thing about that team and others. Let me reach back behind me and grab a running back off the shelf. Here we go. Yep. Yeah, fifth round. I'll throw him in there. He's a star. Look at look at the the kid from uh, Georgia yesterday for uh, for the Raiders. Zamir. Hey, here we go. You go. Go run. I mean, it's, it's, exactly. It's really That's good. why the, the McCaffrey thing to me at, at, at MVP is is tough to do. With what the, is going on? You uh, you gave me such a hard time a year ago when they traded for McCaffrey because it's like I don't know. It's a great trade. It's a great trade. I just don't think he's the most valuable player in the NFL. Blink Pete, twice if you're being held hostage because something's many, going on there. There it is. Oh, uh, how many uh Pete, how many quarterbacks on either side, AFC, NFC, do you think can just like get so white hot that they take over and win a Super Bowl? Like look how how long is the list for you of I mean, like, like in Nick Foles fashion? Like Nick Foles, Joe Flacco fashion. <laughs> Guys have gotten hot that have no business getting hot. Any of them can get hot. I know, but, but I mean, like, you, who can't? Yeah, that's that is well, like, okay. Who can't? How do you feel about Brock Purdy? Because he's now a, a guy who struggles in the postseason and he struggles uh, on a big stage he the other night. Still get hot and go. How do you feel about Gardner Minshew? <laughs> he ain't making the playoffs. <laughs> what? Yeah, they might. Who's taking him? Who's knocking him out? The Raiders. Well. The Texans? Maybe the Raiders. Don't the Raiders and Colts play? The Raiders, Raiders are like 17%. Eight, 80, all right, Pete, you tell me, all right, I'm going to list the current playoff teams. You tell me yes, no. I'm talking like they get like hot, like take over and make a run. Joe Flacco, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Hot. Lamar Jackson, yes. Tua Tugavaloa. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I assume yes. I don't know. Yeah, I, can, can Patrick Mahomes this year get hot? Yes. Trevor I don't Lawrence. Know. I don't know. Yes. No. Joe Flacco. Wait, Trevor Lawrence can, but with the way his offense is constructed right now, no. That's right. Right. So no. Okay. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, uh, I mean Joe Flacco. Yeah, it just depends on what day of the week it is. If it's good Joe, you got it. If it's bad Joe, you're going to throw three picks. You just got to wait out the interceptions, and then he throws a bunch of touchdowns. So you got to make Josh, sure you have a. And by the way, Kevin Stansky should be the coach of the year. I don't hate that. Don't He's hate that at all. Job. Four quarterbacks. Josh yeah. Allen. 
Yes, we know that. Carter mm-hmm. Minshew. No. He How dare you? Brock Purdy. Yes. Jalen Hurts. Yes. He did it I last think it's the same as the uh, the Jacksonville offense in terms of not knowing which offense is going to show up, though. Jared Goff? He can do it, though. He's done it. Jared Goff? Yeah. Yes. Baker Mayfield? Yes. Jack Prescott? Yes. Although history says no, but I'd say yes. He's Matthew playing Stafford, better. obviously, yes. Eugene Cyril Smith the third. Thank you, Breach. Yeah. I mean, uh, look, okay. I give so everyone I give hot and win. I, I give him credit, by the way. I hey, Lick Foles did it. It's an it, the greatest accident of all times happened. It can happen to anybody. You get hot at the right time, you go. I mean, I don't know. It's happened what twice in NFL history we've seen a quarterback a Folesian situation where it just seems like the odds are set. Yeah, to me, to me, the list is Stafford. Like, if I'm saying like the quarterback could just take over, it's like Stafford's the only guy I really see on the NFC side who just can just take over with talent and just. So Philip Rivers retired. What's what's gonna who's gonna be your guy when Matthew Stafford retires? Because this is good. This is gonna be retired. Not only that, I mean, didn't didn't Jalen Hurts take over last year in the playoffs? Yeah, I'm saying like go win the. And Super they Bowl. didn't win the Super Bowl though. <clears throat> but he was he, he he probably should have been the MVP of the game. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. So, except for so, that fumble. He's done it. I mean, right now in this moment, like I don't think Hertz is doing it the way that. No, I don't think Hertz is playing as well as he did. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like I think Stafford's the only guy I would trust in the NFC side to just like black out and like take over with sheer talent. Like Jared Goff can play really well, but I don't think he's going to do that. Uh, the only, yeah. But and then but NFC, AFC side, Lamar, Lamar, Mahomes, Josh Allen, and I'll throw Flacco in there. I don't. Actually, so I'm not going to throw Mahomes Flacco in there on. over Tua. They, they hate Tua. You, you have to have Mahomes on that list of guys who could do it. I don't. He's off my list. Okay, what's your list, Wilson? I think Tua deserves some credit. Me and producer Harry, the only Tua fans, the Tua nons on this podcast. These two, they hate Tua more than. Look, I was what? a critic of Tua, but he's he's improved greatly. He's improved, and and okay, you can say all you want about every, you know, they criticize Purdy for having all the weapons around him, but so does Tua. But but yeah. so what? That's how you play. You play with what you got. And their yep. offensive line has been banged up. I'll tell you and what. Well, you know, while we're, while we're talking about teams and 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 their flaws and who we think can get hot, why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll play a game of vote of confidence. The dreaded vote of confidence. We'll tell you about it next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right. Let's talk. Instead of, you know, we're having this sort of a half-hour discussion about the quarterbacks, and I think this basically takes 
uh, takes it into uh, to, takes us in the same territory. Playoffs are almost here. We know who's going to be involved. We certainly have some questions about all of these teams. The Chiefs we'll get to in a second. But first, on a scale from one to Nick Mullins heaving a ball downfield in the vague direction of a receiver, <laughs> is that the high confidence? I feel like that's low confidence. Or, or I guess it's I'm very confident Nick Mullins will heave it downfield haphazardly. So on a scale of one to ten, how confident are you, Pete, in the Cowboys winning a road playoff game? Seven. I mean, I just talked about why Bucks can beat them, but I I still think the Cowboys are the better team. And and they stink on they the road. Go, they can go there and win. Now, the question is, are you confident that they can win two on the road? No. How about one? I mean, I don't know why you feel comfortable about them winning one. I'm three and a half on the first game and then like a one. They should have beat Miami on Sunday on the road. What are you talking about? They didn't, though. That's the problem. But they should have. They don't have a win on the road. Oh, and four. They beat the Giants on the road and the Panthers on the road. And they should have beat the Eagles on the road, too, by the way. But they didn't. They, they should have. They play they the Eagles on the road in the playoffs. You don't think they can go win that game? They can, but they, they haven't shown us this year that are capable of doing it. You're just yeah, totally different at home. Seven. seven. I give it a seven. <laughs> okay. I'm actually leaning towards the, the three and a half. They also now. beat the Chargers on the road. Sweet. That's, that's <laughs> a neutral site. That best. Uh, Brees, five. you want to give a number? You just going to sit there. My number is five. Uh, you just going to middle it. Reach. All right, Pete, on a scale of. One to Nick Mullins, heaving a ball downfield the vague direction of a receiver. How confident are you in the Chiefs receivers? A Chiefs receiver catching a game-winning touchdown. Four, but they ought to be worried about Travis Kelsey, too. Ooh. What's he done in the last five weeks? Do you think that Taylor Swift has ruined Travis Kelsey's career? No. (laughs) I think age might be catching up. Is she a distraction to Travis Kelsey? No, no, that's no. the same team. So Travis that Kelsey dumper before he ruined Brent his is trying career. so hard to get a Pete cutout on Twitter. He's not getting a Pete cutout on uh, <laughs> on Taylor Swift. You're not Pete being attacked I, by Swifties I mean, on Twitter would be would make I mean, Microsoft. Uh, is his is his distraction any more than some guy who goes home and gets berated by his wife for twelve <laughs> hours a night? I mean, come the, on. The distraction might be that. The distraction yeah, might be that Taylor Swift won't stop complaining to Travis Kelsey that she has to be friends with Brittany Mahomes now. <laughs> Pete, do you know the other thing oh. is too, by the way? It he's at now having to do everything Travis Kelsey is. George Kittle doesn't have to do everything. Um Andrews, when he was healthy, Sam Laporta doesn't have to do everything. Now Kelsey's the only he's show in town. The ball. He's dropping easy passes. Yeah. He never did be that. Pressing. I, just, pressing. I, there's something going on with him. Here's the That's other thing. I, I heard this the other day. Taylor Swift's going back on tour. To Japan, the, and it opens the day after the Super Bowl, I think. And somebody said, "Well, she'll have a tough decision if the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think they're gonna have to worry about that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought, oh. no, you're right. I thought you were gonna say she's going back on tour when the playoffs start, and Travis Kelsey can finally start paying attention again to football. Oh wow! Ooh. All right. Uh, any numbers for you guys? I'll say uh, uh, four is a good number. I like four. Yeah, What's four. about uh, a Chiefs Game receiver? Yeah, but Chiefs receiver, they, were, they figured it out last year. Different players. Juju was I there. Think, I, don't, I don't think they're going to make a Super oh Bowl run because it doesn't go through. It's not, it's not going to go through Arrowhead now. 
But I do think that people are really discounting the idea that Mahomes and Travis Kelsey can just get hot for three games. They haven't, though. So I understand they can. But the way this team is constituted, the offensive line stinks. Well, the, I don't, the, the tackles are really bad, and Creed Humphrey hasn't played as well as he so did. So are just going to snap our fingers and say, oh, it's, it's fine? What are they waiting for? Why aren't they? They couldn't beat the friggin' Raiders at home. Who didn't complete a pass missed, for three quarters. I think quarters. they missed the enemy. Yeah, how about that? That's another interesting storyline. They get too cute, too. What the hell are they doing? It's, you got played football. Classic Chiefs. All right. Does um, the Bengals beat them this week? How come? Who? Stop it. If the yes, starts, they do. Yes, they can win this week. They absolutely can. Stop it. Did Jake Browning turn into the pumpkin on uh, last against? No, the it was against the Steelers. The Bengals suck against AFC North teams. Hey, Pete, that was the Rick Spielman revenge game. So that Jake Browning got some Rick Spielman pie, humble pie. Bengals oh, are eight and two, eight and two this year again. But Rick Spielman got back at him though because he turned into who he is. You are I, I, Brady Quinn gets mad at me all the time. You are Brady who Jake Browning is. What? Wait, what did Rick say? No, Rick, you know, Rick is the one that they said caught him and put him in the hotel room. Jake Browning was mad at it, and Rick Spielman. And we had Rick, we brought it up on, on, on the Sunday after he said that stuff, and Rick apologized. I'm sorry. So we always play, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for him. That's all. That's, uh, I just said Rick got back now, at him. Jake Browning, Jack, you saw the clip where Jake Browning screams, they should have cut me. Yeah. Turns out they should have cut him. <laughs> Yeah, you are what you are. Yeah, every every backup quarterback comes in and has three or four games. Everybody starts Josh Dobbs, no different. They start raving about him, Nick Mullins, and then they turn into who they are. You are who you are. All right. On a scale of one to Nick Mullins, how confident are you in the Eagles calling a play other than the tush push on fourth and one? Oh, zero. No. Why would they? Zero. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. How how confident are you in the Eagles' offensive play calling on plays besides the tush push? Oh, is that what the question is? <laughs> yes. Also zero. Yeah. One and a half. Oh yeah. Sorry. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I messed that up. What I want to know is, did it come out that what Devontae Smith was arguing with uh, Sirianni about it other. at the end of the game? Did you see it? No. It's almost like he was asking to go in and play defense or something. It was saying he's told him get, get out of here. You didn't see that? I did mm. not. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I have no confidence in their offense. They look lost at times on they're both the, sides. They're the, the worst 10 and 4 team I've ever seen. On both sides of the ball. You look at their defense. The, the, they have these wide gaps in their defensive line, and they have the holes are gigantic. That offensive line is terrible, and their holes are gigantic. Terrible. All right. Scale of one to Nick Mullins, how confident are you in the Dolphins beating a winning team? They just did it. What are you guys doing? I'm yeah. reading producer Harry's lines. Bro. Oh, Harry's trying to set you guys up again. I know what Harry's up to. They just, I would yeah, say, uh, I'll say five and a half. Stop. Well, if they could beat the Ravens if they do. do you, so you give it a five and a half and ten chance that they beat the Ravens this week. I'm not confident in the Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins, like the Dolphins still just scored 22 points against the Cowboys at home. Cowboys won that game. is good. Cowboys should have won the game. Yeah, the Cowboys should have won that game. But they didn't. I don't understand. But, but they didn't, but they should have. The Ravens, I mean, the, 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 the Dolphins have, against good teams, the Dolphins offense has looked substantially less explosive. That's how well, it works. What do they score this week against the Ravens? 20. Seven. Yeah, 20. <laughs> they're, they're in, seven? You said 17. seven? 17. Oh. And the Ravens probably scored 20. I don't know what the over-under is. 45. 30 to 20. 45 to say, 17, Ravens beat the Dolphins. Oh, my God. Crazy. 30 to 20 is crazy. Prisoner of the moment. 
prisoner yeah. of the moment alert. Every, I mean, every week football. it's like a yo-yo. How confident are you in the 49ers coming uh, down back, coming back from down more than seven points? Against who? Anybody. Anyone. In the playoffs. The Steelers, 100%. Anyone else, 0%. They can do it. Oh, what number? Kyle one Shanahan, 0 and 38. Nine. They what can do why, why can't they do it? Because they Pete, let me ask you this. I talked about this last time on the podcast. Are we at the point in the conversation? Because we talk about Lamar struggling in the postseason. Kyle Shanahan's worse than Lamar in the postseason, and it goes back a little bit. Yeah. And he got <laughs> by the way, he got away. He got away with yeah. one last night when on that fourth, fourth and one call when he had the defensive holding, because that was the Kyle's a great offensive coordinator and a great play caller and a great head coach. But why don't you just run the ball there and get your first down? What was he doing? When and Purdy got that, sacked. All I said right then, I go, it reminded me of take three knees and you kick a field goal and you win a Super Bowl in Atlanta. Remember? Take three. Mm -hmm. They could have just taken three knees and they win a Super Bowl. I don't disagree. Um, I thought this was inter interesting from Mike Sando. 49ers are 0-38, down 8-plus in the fourth quarter under Mike Shanahan, under Kyle Shanahan. All teams win 7% of the time in those situations, 98-1,337-4. KC is the best win percentage, 6-14, 30% of the time the Chiefs wins in those spots. Green Bay next, 7-34 with a 17.1% uh, winning percentage. Seattle, 1-38, Carolina, 1-58, Indy, 136-1. Baltimore two and twenty-two, Dallas two and thirty-seven, New England three and thirty-five. No one really wins these. Helps to be good at drop back passes. San Fran scheme, quarterback weakness equals drop back pass. Well, they're not, that's not how they're constructed, but that doesn't mean they can't. I'm just saying it's like it's like they can't come back down from down eight plus in the fourth quarter. Like most most teams aren't good at doing. Yeah, that. well, there's a big difference between doing it once and doing it never. If I've won the lottery <laughs> once and you've won it zero times, I feel pretty good about myself. So That's it's the like, you got but okay, the lottery. Like never, no, you, are you equating the lottery to a skill? But they've never done it. They've never done it. The lottery is like, complete random luck, dude. You just made your point. Irrelevant. No, this is what I'm are saying. Zero percent. Like it doesn't matter how bad the other percentages are. I mean, eight I bet. Plus, I bet this. I bet the stats look different when it's seven plus. Eight is an inter eight's an interesting number because it takes yeah. out a bunch of like yeah, it's a bit What's of a cherry seven plus. So you make excuses for the 49ers, but the Dolphins who beat a really good team, that's irrelevant. You got some. Why are you sucking up to Harry Wilson? I like the that? Dolphins. Oh, Brinson. He Brinson and Breach both hate the Dolphins with a passion of a million sons. I do not hate the Dolphins. I love the Dolphins, both the team Dolphins. and the animal. <laughs> on a scale of one to Nick Mullins, how confident are you in the Lions defense making a critical stop? Yeah, boy, uh, zero. Great. Zero. <laughs> it's no, they're great. they're about a four. Okay. I worry about that defense, by the they way. They gave up they're eleven explosive they gave eleven explosive plays on Sunday whenever they played over the weekend. That was wait, that was double the next team, and that next team was the the Ravens against when they got those big chunks against Brock. There is Purdy. nothing better, by the way, than watching a Lions game with Rick Spielman. <laughs> is he oh my all right, because yeah, his brother, wait, his wait, brother's Pete, in the front office, this. so it's like you know he goes nuts. Pete, nuts. if Matthew Stafford played against the Lions in the playoffs, how many yards would he throw for? Over under four hundred. Well, that's a good number. That's a high number. Come on, over under three fifty. Over. Over. Yeah, over five hundred. Over three seventy. Five hundred and a half over. Imagine Stafford beating the Lions. Hey, look, Brinson. Before we get uh, Pete out here. 
Well, let's take a break. Pete, can we take a break and then you do blind ranking or do you need to go? What time is it? 42.43. I got to go. be out of here. I got to go down. I'm on right at the top. So. All right. Before we go, let's quickly, I want to see, let's update the, the, the uh, Super Bowl rank and see how we feel about it. So here's my team. 49ers, Miami, Cleveland, Indy, Brinson's Baltimore, Detroit, Rams, Houston. Pete, your team is terrible. Chiefs, Eagles, Jags, Bucks, and Breach is Cowboys, Buff, Buffalo, Seattle, Cincinnati. Which team do we like the best? No, read yours again, Wilson. You got um, 49ers, Miami, Cleveland, and the Gardner Minshews. Uh, do you like Indy or Houston better? Because I think that that's what it comes down to with you and me. And you have the Ravens, you have the Lions, the Rams. Yours yeah, I'm gonna, here's good. the difference. I, every one of my teams, if they get, they're going to have home playoff games. You're not. But everyone in your team stink except for the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the they're best all going to have anybody can win. this league. If haven't we learned that this year that's that true. anybody can win? Anybody. What about Breach? Cowboys, uh, Bills, Seahawks. The Bengals are out. But you have three teams, Breach. Bills are spicy there. I like Bills. The Bills are very spicy. And they were a second-round pick. They were we sleeping on them. Who did Pete take instead of the oh, the Chiefs? Yeah. And then, he took yeah, the Chiefs yeah. with the third overall All right, pick. So would, would, do you think the order would – so it went Niners, Ravens, Chiefs, Pete, and then Cowboys, Bills. How would, that, how would the order go if we did it today? Do you, do you still go Niners first, Wilson? I w- I'd be the victim of the moment. Probably take the Ravens. Yeah. And I would happily take the Niners at the second overall in the NFC. I don't know if Prisco would have taken the Chiefs at three, no, though. You ain't taking, the, taking third overall. I think Pete. you're taking the Bills, Pete. Yeah, you would Probably definitely me. take the Bills. I would take the Bills. And then you would take the take Bills the at three. So Breach would go Chiefs and Cowboys. Probably. And then Pete would come back with the Eagles. Oh, Pete came back. No, I might have taken the Dolphins because they'd beaten the because they had they would become out the Cowboys. Leave my Dolphins alone. Maybe Dolphins, Cowboys. I like teams that play at home in the playoffs. It's hard to win on the road. Okay. Play. Well, we'll see. All right. I don't want to keep you. I just want to do that real quick. For no, it's good. Okay. Good exercise. All right. That'll do it for Pete on the show. When we come back, uh, we're, we're going to blind rank some MVP winners in the history of football. Mark Mosley won. <laughs> good. Go All right. Thanks, Pete. We'll take a break. We'll come back. MVPs next. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, time for hey. some blind rankings. Everybody's hey, Robbie. Say, Robbie Brinson. They said, hi, Robbie. How you doing? Robbie. You having a good break? <laughs> what a cameo. Good. <laughs> Thank God it was two fingers. Um, all right. Let's blind rank some MVPs. Who wants to be our blind ranker? Wilson, you want to do it this time? I'll do it. I Don't look at the script, yet. Wilson. Don't cheat. Oh, right. I haven't looked. Okay. With Lamar Jackson. Is this historical or just 2023? Historical. All right. Let's go. All right. We will start. This has been fun with Pete, actually. 
2002, Rich Cannon. He had a great year. Week two of that year, they beat the pants. Maybe in week week two, they beat the pants off the Steelers. Whew. Week one was the uh, Brady's beat the pants off the Steelers. Uh, I had to pull a breach here. Rich Gannon, number three. Uh, had a resurgence after leaving. I think he started in Kansas City, came to Oakland, and then caught a fire, won the Super Bowl. Yeah, when he got paired up with um, JG on Gruden, he he took off that 2002 season. Yeah, Gannon was had a Pro Bowl season, All Pro season in 2000. They went 12 Charlie and four. Garner was on that team, I believe. 4,689 yards to lead the NFL. 67.6% completion percentage, 26 touchdowns, just 10 interceptions. MVP, third place offensive player of the year, his second all pro, and his second, just his fourth, fourth consecutive Pro Bowl. Made four straight when he got to Oakland after being largely irrelevant uh, in Kansas City. It's, I, think it's, I think it's one of the underrated great examples of uh, a quarterback getting paired up with a coach and what it can do for their career. All right, Breach, you want to give him the next one? But then he went to the Super Bowl and had to face that coach. And yes. that's another story. Uh, here's your next one, Wilson. Two defensive players have won the NFL MVP. This guy won it in 1986, Lawrence Taylor. Jeez, I want to give him number one so bad. He was special. He's from Williamsburg, Virginia. And then he went to UNC. Ew. And then he went to New York and went absolutely bananas. Man, dang it to heck. I'll go number two just because we're early in the process, although he's a number one talent. He's a first overall pick almost every year. 20 and a half sacks. While not being sober. I mean, think about that. Yeah. Um, Allegedly. The most sacks he ever had in his career, 20 and a half. It's wild. Like, How many sacks do you think Lawrence Taylor would have in a season now? Millions, and he would kill even more quarterbacks. He wouldn't care about the He'd probably have a 30-sack season. Uh, th- th- that's how good he was. He was a def- defensive player who won MVP. Do you happen to know who the uh, f- the fi- the other? There were actually ten guys who got votes for MVP, but only five who got multiple votes. Can you name any of the other four guys who got multiple votes? Lawrence Taylor got forty-one. The next guy got seventeen. What year is that? Nineteen eighty-six. Joe Montana. Phil Sims. Neither of those is correct. Montana got one vote. Dan Marino. Dan Marino got nine votes. Third John place. Elway. John Elway, fifth place, got three votes. Oh, I'm doing all right there. All right. Yeah. Uh, so you're missing a running back that I probably yep, don't. Two know. running backs you're missing to fill in the top five. Uh, Marcus Allen. Oh, that's a great call, no. Reed. No? no. Dickerson. Dickerson John, is correct. Yes. John Riggins. Uh, no, the other one was Joe Morris of the Giants. Oh, he's a little. Never would have guessed that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Twenty-one. No, excuse me. Fourteen rushing touchdowns. I think it's. I think. I think that must have been a year like this year, where it's like you weren't really sure who to give it to. So you got two running backs getting votes, and like, like screw it, this defensive player. Yeah, the running changed. backs were a big deal back then too, though. Yeah, for sure. And the Giants that year went fourteen and two, and parse out, you know, dominant defense. They were get, They gave up um, fourteen point eight points per game. Lawrence Taylor's defensive coordinator that year, I do believe, was one William Bill Belichick. Belichick. All right, next up. All right, so I have two and two and three slotted. Yes. 2017 Tom Brady. Well, now the question becomes, are we going to get like a Peyton Manning in here? And if I do, does it matter? Anybody who's been an MVP can be on this list, Wilson. Exactly. 
Mark Mosley. Better think has, about this. Has Kenny Pickett won the MVP before I make this pick? <laughs> no, he's he not. might win it this year, but to <laughs> up to this point, no. There's not. Uh, I'm going number one. I'm not. I'm going to uh, get away, do away with the suspense. I ain't messing around unless there's another oh. Tom Brady. I don't care. It's 2017 Tom Brady, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I, I know. Oh, seven Tom Brady was crazy. I'm sure he won it that year too, just because they went undefeated and <laughs> he threw 50 touchdowns. To Tom Brady won it. No seven. Yeah. So I don't know what his numbers were in 17, but it's Tom Brady, so I don't care. Okay, Tom Brady in 2017. If Harry does a trick where he has a bunch of Tom Brady's on here, then I won't know the difference between their stats. All right. 4,577 yards, 32 touchdowns, eight interceptions. That's average Tom Brady. Yeah, it's not the greatest year. Todd Gurley, second place. That was a Carson Wentz year when Carson Wentz was going to win. Dang it, Harry. If you're going to do that, then I'm going to have to go. What have I done? I've done three, two, and four? Two and three. You've done one, three and two. Yeah, all right. Would you, like to move, would you like to move this Tom Brady to a different spot? I'll put average Tom Brady. It. I can't yeah, move I, him now. You know what? I like think that you take your hands off the piece. You, it's right, over. Fair enough. I okay. would. I would if I could move him to four. But now, if Harry's going to do the old switcheroo on me, I'll I'll leave him at one. One, two, this and three. This feels like this feels like something designed to get Breach and just got Wilson. Oh, Breach wouldn't have fallen for it because he knows <laughs> the years. I don't Breach, Breach would be like, no, I know it's coming. All right, night. All right, Breach, you go ahead. What? Uh, who's who's next? Next up is nineteen sixty-five Jim Brown. Um, I would imagine he was probably untackleable uh, during that. He's like Gale Sayers of the 60s in terms of uh, being unable to be tackled. Uh, lacrosse his player. Second, his second MVP, he actually had two runner-up MVP awards before runner-up places before winning this award. He led the league in 65, his final year in the league, That's in rushing year. yards for the eighth time, led Wilson. the league in rushing touchdowns for the fifth time. He averaged 110.3 yards per game. So this is going to be a situation. By the way, he went to Syracuse, of course, played lacrosse here, and he was a unstoppable on a lacrosse, lacrosse field back in the 60s or maybe even the 50s when he was here when lacrosse wasn't oh, even 34 passes, dude. I, I'm going to – here's what's going to happen. I'm probably going to put him five, and then producer Harry's going to come back with 07 Brady, and I'm going to get punched right in the face. So, uh, well – I would recommend balling your fist, ball your hand up into a fist. <laughs> because next up we have 2007. I'm going to put, I'll put, I was going to do, put Jim at five. So what's next? 2007 Tom Brady. Harry. <laughs> After all the Dolphins love. Oh, you got got. Oh, on Boxing Day, no less. 2017 Tom Brady and 2007 Tom Brady. Got him. Got him. Nice yeah. work. Nice Unlike work, Breach, I don't know. Like, I don't remember the dates and the stats from those dates. I just remember the names. So that's why I was like indifferent to Tom Brady. But I got the crappy Tom Brady, if that's possible. 2007 Tom Brady, 68.9% completions, 4,806 passing yards, 50 passing touchdowns, averaging 300.4 yards per game, 16 and 0. Average, but wait, uh, does it, are they cheated according to Eric Mangini, or does that not matter? 8.3 yards per attempt, one MVP and offensive player of the year. And I noticed our resident Dolphins fan, Harry, picked two Tom Brady seasons where he lost the Super Bowl. Mm. Ooh, good point. Uh, also worth noting, Tom Brady in 2007, not unanimous MVP. Do you Is know that because the, you were angry about the cheating, perhaps? I believe so. There were, One vote was not given to Tom Brady. Is it for Matthew Stafford? <laughs> <laughs> Still in college, not, Matthew Stafford. He was not in the league. Can you name who received a single vote 
Peyton? His his team went thirteen and three that year. That's a Peyton Colts record. Two thousand seven. The Steelers weren't good that year. That was Tomlin's first year. Uh, Flacco Close. was not in the league yet. Philip Rivers, your boy. Oh, nope. that's a good call. And it's not Peyton. Ladanian. Nope. It's an NFC player. Jeez, Whose team tough. obviously lost to the Giants in the Favre. Favre it is. Oh, that's, that's all guess, I needed. Doesn't guess, guess Kurt Warner. All right. Breach probably looked. That's my guess. You just said they lost the Giants in the playoffs. Oh, shut up, Breach. They gave it away. Well, the Giants lost. I mean, the didn't Giants. They, the, they lost in the NFC title game, didn't they? The Packers? Yeah, but, or, the, Gi- but, the, but, the, but the Giants beat three NFC teams. Yeah, but who would remember Breach, any other Breach NFC had, teams? Breach had just enough time to Google it while you were, while you were like lobbing out AFC names. You gave an easy hit. Breach, I'm sort of surprised you, you don't have guess, the. You'd guess Breach. 12 things. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, the Giants beat the Buccaneers. Jeff Garcia. I didn't think he got the MVP vote. Weird, weird how you have that in front of you so fast. The Cowboys. Well, I just how did, found- you, how did you get that up in three seconds? Because I had Tom Brady's career up because I was looking at 2007 versus 2017. And oh, so it was that was easy Tom to on that Red season. Game. Red Skull. <laughs> Dallas. Tony Wait, was, Romo. That the, was that the cold Tom Coughlin game or is that 2011? It was that game. I think it was, a it was that game. Okay, yeah. All right, that can, NFC Championship game, the um, I mean, Breach is Breach is like the best. Breach is like the most ruthless cheater on these online. I'm sort of like surprised these. he doesn't have Google Glass and he's just reading it off the. Off the <laughs> oh, I need to get Google Glass. I know, right? That's oh my god, yeah, you're right. Four times hit the field goal. Negative twenty three degrees wind chill. And he didn't wear a, uh, a face mask. That's all tough. Right. All right, that'll do it for us. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Smash that like button. Subscribe, rate, today. review. Touch the like button. Tell your family. You're sitting around day after Christmas. Tell your family about the podcast. For Wilson, for Breach, for Pete Frisco. I'm Brenton. See you guys later. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.